Hey everybody, it's uh, Scott from Nerdcyclopedia, and just a pre-show uh, announcement. Just wanted to say that here at Nerdcyclopedia, we appreciate the people that uh, you know lead the way in telling us that we should be who we are. We shouldn't feel any sort of shame, and as such, as a long-time listener, uh, we refer to him by the name of Iceman. Just call him Justin. Uh, we just wanted to wish him a happy birthday. Justin is one of the people that taught me that it's uh, okay to uh, like what you like and be into the things you're into. Now, without further ado, Kryptonite, all the colors of the rainbow. Nerdcyclopedia starts now. Nerdcyclopedia. Nerdcyclopedia. <laughs> In the Nerd house. Nerdcyclopedia. 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 The standard nerd encyclopedia, the real canon nerd encyclopedia. <laughs> not canon. none of that outside the canon stuff. Not, not offshoots, not spinoffs. <laughs> the actual nerd encyclopedia core. Original, original recipe. Right. Original recipe nerd encyclopedia right here. Yeah, where we do the alphabet from A to Z with your favorite type of um, you know, um, uh, stuff from nerd culture, pop culture. Yes. You yes, know, stuff that we were just like, "Hey, that's cool," Let's and then we talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> All right, so uh, what we got on go? What, what do we have going on this week, Scott? <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about the letter K, which is a letter of the alphabet that uh, exists. It is a consonant. It is a consonant. It is a consonant, right. and it is uh, in between uh, the letters uh, J and L, I think, right? All right, yeah. All right, all right. So that's who's bringing this, uh, this podcast you brought to you by Letter K. Sixth grade. Wait, you didn't learn that stuff until sixth grade, yet? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went to school in West Virginia, and we learned this stuff way before sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm showing my um, education level there. Um, so yeah, we're on K today. K. So what? K. 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 I, I love that K effect K letter. <laughs> it's my like, my favorite part of the whole podcast. When you put the K, yeah, voice K effect kinda, on it, is K is kind of aggressive, you know. It is an aggressive. It's an aggressive letter. It's used in aggressive ways. There you go. All right. It is. All right. So um, what are we what are we gonna start off today with K? Well, we're gonna start off easy, and um, there's a lot of there's a lot, there's some stuff that we can cover. I want to point out a few things about K. Okay. It is uh, used in baseball to denote a strikeout. Okay. And that is because uh, S was used for something else for score or something like that on the score sheet, and struck 
K is the dominant consonant in that. So they <laughs> use K, and a forward K means that you got a strikeout. You'll see okay. that listed in baseball stadiums where you'll see all the K's lined up. That means how many strikeouts the pitcher's thrown. Um, if you see it backwards, it means that uh, the, pit, the batter was caught looking at a pitch that was, the umpire determined was a good pitch. Right. So that's baseball. I'm a baseball nerd, everybody. That's why we're talking about it. I just thought I'd bring that up. Yep. Because uh, sometimes uh, I think we have an overlapping viewership of people that maybe don't know those things. I like to bring a little bit. Hey, you got to drop a little bit of knowledge on the um, on the ones that aren't knowledgeable. I like, yeah, I like to bring a little bit of knowledge in here. Hey, you know, nothing wrong with that. No, no. All right. So that aside is done, and now <laughs> we can get into <laughs> some. <laughs> some good stuff that starts with K. Okay. Um, obviously, there's a lot of Superman stuff we're going to talk about, so I'm going to put a pin in that. I'm going to okay. save it for a little bit later. Okay. Uh, I want to start us off in the realm of video games. Mm-hmm. All right? And that would be Kong, comma, Donkey. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Yes. Donkey Kong uh, is a gorilla created (laughs) by Nintendo. Uh Uh, The name of the game is Donkey Kong. He actually is the uh, antagonist, which is interesting. Uh Uh, Donkey Kong also, as we discussed uh, last week uh, with the J episode, is the first game Mario showed up in listed as Jumpman. Right. And uh, the idea was that you want to get to the top and save the princess. And uh, that's Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, of course, did not stay a villain. Nintendo created a lot of games around Donkey Kong, including um, Donkey Kong Country games for the Super Nintendo. Uh Um, And he is a playable character in Smash Brothers. And I might be one of the best five or six players in the country at Smash Brothers Super Nintendo 64 at Donkey Kong. Just a heads up. So uh, Donkey Kong is very important to me because of that. Hey, Donkey Kong is it kind of reminds me of like what a King Kong, you know? Did they was there any type of um, you know elements from King Kong that they brought into Donkey Kong? Oh, there was like <laughs> there was definitely a uh, a lawsuit. Actually, it's funny that you would mention oh, that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Universal Studios sued Nintendo, huh. um, and uh, <laughs> licensed King Kong for ColecoVision, right? Okay. So they sent Nintendo all these letters, and then. Um, <laughs> Nintendo said, "Oh, this is uh, this is distinct." Uh-huh. And then um, let's see here, the uh, <laughs> uh, there was a uh, they like it, it was determined that King Kong was in the public domain, right? Okay. Um, and the Universal had argued previously uh, in a dispute with a uh, a guy named uh, uh, John Kirby here. Hold on a second. Okay. I'm reading this real quick because the details are kind of specific. That Universal had argued in a previous case that King Kong scenario and characters were in the public domain. So because of previous a previous argument they made in court, mm-hmm. uh, this guy brought it up, found it, like he looked through everything, and uh, <laughs> and then awarded for Nintendo in favor of the profits from the licensed game because the licensed game for ColecoVision violated Nintendo's copyright on Donkey Kong. Oh wow! So. <laughs> So, oh wow! <laughs> so that's a uh, uh, hosted by your own petard situation there. Uh-huh. Um, so that that's uh, actually really interesting that they did that. So yes, there is a similarity, but because Universal argued in a previous case that King Kong was in the public domain and Donkey Kong couldn't, you know, doesn't violate anything because you can't violate a copyright on something that's in the public domain. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh, 
And there's obviously restrictions on that. So uh, if you write something, it's like 75 years after your death, you own the copyright, and then all our art becomes the domain of humanity, right? Right. We own it. So all the Mozart stuff, you know, things like that. We own it now. It's just part of our cultural heritage. Hey, Donkey Kong is a legend. You know, one of the um, well, with Nintendo being one of the first, you know, video game um, systems that presented like a main character and it has mm-hmm. that trope too you know you got the jump man trying to save the princess and i mean that's right, right, you right. Know, major trope <coughs> from the from the beast you know like a beauty and a beast type of thing um but yeah donkey kong donkey kong has a is 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 legend <laughs> well donkey kong is known as the first game with a story there's yeah. a basic story to it and before it was just score a lot of points, score a lot of points, score a lot of points, but this had an actual story. You know, yourself, right. you're doing something. There's a narrative to it. It's basic, but there's a narrative. Like and a, um, uh, of, course, of course, of uh, course, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie King of Kong? The King of Kong? Yeah. Well, that's one of my favorite documentary movies of all time. Where they follow, uh, they follow Steve Weeb trying to beat Billy Mitchell's record. Right. And, then Bill, and they follow Billy Mitchell around, and it's like, that guy is like one of my favorite like nerd characters of all time. I love Billy Mitchell. He's so huh. he's he's just so like arrogant. It's amazing. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. It's just like my favorite thing. And then like the whole time they're like, Oh, you gotta do this live, you gotta do this live, you gotta do this live. And then they let Billy Mitchell submit a tape score <laughs> tape <for record. laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Anyway, so that's Donkey Kong. I want to get him out of the way because it's an interesting statement. There's some interesting stuff about Donkey Kong I like. Obviously, now, since we since we mentioned it, there is King Kong as well. Right. Which is a movie known for its really good animation graphics in the 30s. And it's an old movie. And it's the fact that it's, you know, it's older. Like, King Kong is older than Batman. And we've talked about how long yeah, Batman and Superman have been how around. how long that property has, like, been about, you know. King mm-hmm. Kong goes like you know back that far and everything. Well, King Kong wasn't exactly like a superhero or anything like that. But. Well, I mean, he's really more like uh, it's really more like a Jurassic Park situation, I guess. Like right. That's the trope, right? You shouldn't bring uh, things from one ecosystem into an urban ecosystem, or bring people around things they don't belong around, or maybe chain animals up and uh, take them to Broadway, uh-huh. where you charge so much money, and the show is basically just. Uh, oogling at a uh, a big uh, animal on a cage on a stage, right? Mm, right. Like that's actually the plot of that movie. <laughs> so, all right, all right, guys. Um, so King Kong's neat. There's all of the tropes about King Kong, including the the big uh, gorilla uh, grabbing the woman right out of the building and then climbing to the top of the Empire State Building, and of course all him swatting at all the planes, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of tropes about that that are really neat to see those in places. I've always um like okay so he Kong um climbed the buildings right. Yes. How did how did the buildings hold and stay up and like you know he was able to <laughs> hey, if, man, he, if he was that big. It's a big building. I mean you know the Empire State Building is pretty, you know. I mean, it's pretty sturdy. And what's really interesting now, you think about this, like we, we think about the Empire State Building as having been there, right? Right. And being, you know, just a part of the skyline and a part of, you know, the Empire State Building is just a thing that we think about as existing forever. Right. But when that movie was made, it was brand new, like brand new. Like they had right. just finished it. Ah, so, okay. So he was just climbing up. So it's almost like, you know, the, you know what I mean? Like like the Burj Khalifa Tower would be like if they, like six years ago, like instead of Tom Cruise climbing the thing, right? It was King <laughs> Kong instead. Okay. So that's really interesting. So, like, so what's, I guess the dichotomy is 
you've got the uh, the beast of the wild, right? Climbing right. up this modern marvel of science and technology. Right. And so that's 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 an interesting uh, an interesting idea, so to speak. I like that. Huh. Yeah. Um, so that's King Kong there, you know, King created Kong. by looks like Marion C. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. And who can forget Miriam C. Cooper's other work? Like, anyway, King Kong is great. <laughs> well, they're actually coming out with the what Skull Island movie in about a couple years or next year, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they're gonna re- redo um, rebooting the old King Kong uh, story. Yeah. Is he is he officially supposed to fight Godzilla? Is is that my understanding? I I don't know. I, is, I'm not. Is that, is that supposed to be another it. shared universe type thing? <laughs> I think the Universal Monsters, right? And you know, I just want to take some time right now to just say that Universal is the best company there is, and everyone loves Universal. Yeah. <laughs> who does? Who doesn't love Universal? Anyway, leave it in the comments. Hate Scott. <laughs> not just um. <laughs> no, Universal's awesome. That's all there is to say about it, right? Anything right? they do is amazing. Right. So, right. so, <laughs> so that's uh, that's uh, King Kong. That's King Kong. And I know you still want to get to Superman. I want to hit one other thing before we go into something. There's all the caves with Superman and all that good okay. stuff. So there's a lot of them. Okay. Um, so I want to talk about King Arthur, the K. Ah, okay. And then and the Knights of the Round Table. All right. Which uh, obviously my favorite version of that is Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Because that's, I, I also feel like there's probably a, uh, a pretty good overlap of Monty Python fans and people that listen to our podcast. Uh, I'd say 100%. I think everybody that listens to our podcast loves Monty Python. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Right. So, so the, obviously King Arthur, Arthurian legend, he's the, the paradigm of uh, regal uh, everything, I guess. I don't right. know how to finish that sentence. So, he's... Uh, so he's like the ideal king, right? The once a future king. And uh, he is said to uh, have ruled England from a castle called Camelot. People have been looking for it for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, but King Arthur probably never existed um, because uh, <laughs> he, you know, the idea that someone was a king from pulling a sword out of a stone or because Excalibur was gifted to him, uh, it seems like a silly reason for someone to be king. Well, his sword was what? That was Excalibur, right? Yes, Excalibur, yeah. who was gifted to him by the Lady of the Lake. Right. Um, or <laughs> that, that sword is legend, as I hear. <laughs> it, it is legend. It is legend. So apparently it's uh, people will search for that and the Holy Grail and everything. So uh, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that um, I, I think that stuff's awesome. And, of course, you have um, the original Love Triangle, right? Right. You got Lancelot and uh, Arthur and Guinevere. Right. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just looking for the quote. It's strange woman lying in pawns, distributing swords. There's no basis for a system of government. <laughs> 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 uh, and I mean, if I went around saying I was an emperor just because some moistened bent <laughs> lob- lobbed a scimitar at me, they put me away. <laughs> uh, anyway. So... Uh, what there's a lot of uh, a lot of the newer pop culture stuff says that you know Arthur was drawn to the island where Lancelot lived. What's that uh, the first night, right? Right. They said, oh, you know, the person that's going to run the kingdom for you when you're off fighting wars is going to be here, and he picks Lancelot, and it's really his kid. Ah, stupid Arthur. <laughs> and 
uh, turns into a whole deal for him, and then Sean Connery's the king. He's like, oh, oh, Sean don't, don't go touching my wife while I'm going. I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to leave you in charge of my wife. <laughs> don't touch her. Leave my wife alone. Uh, and Richard Gere is like, I don't know, I'm probably, I'm probably not going to do that. He's like, oh, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to have a problem with you. If I come back and my wife has been touched. <laughs> um, I see they're coming out with a movie soon, uh, King Arthur. Actually, yeah. that was in the trailer of what that movie we saw, Suicide Squad. Um, we didn't see that movie. With the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? These these podcasts they exist completely outside of the realm of continuity of the space time continuum. Yeah, I mean, there's no time stamping on these, sir. <laughs> so maybe maybe we can still be hopeful about Suicide Squad. Maybe, maybe we're still sitting you know, like, here thinking that it could be good. Maybe this is something we should just x out <laughs> of, the, uh, of, the, of, the, of the editing. We don't we don't need to edit that out. <laughs> But I'm just saying that for me, I exist in a perpetual state where maybe that movie's good and maybe it isn't good. I don't really know. Okay. I've not well, opened back, the box well, yet. Cat's dead well, and alive, right? Well, back to King Arthur. It was okay. um what that that it stars that um that got it played in Sons of An and Sons of Anarchy. So yeah, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Right. Um, and it looked it looked okay. You know, like it had a lot of um it has a lot of Game of Thrones people in it, like um. What's my man's name that got killed in Game of Thrones? By Don't do son? nope 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 <laughs> nope we nope no nope no no don't no no don't spoil Game of Thrones don't do it you know there's 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 Game of Thrones spoilers all over the place in popular culture now people are just so blase about yeah, it yeah, and you know what yeah, there's gonna be people yeah. that show's gonna I'm, be enjoyed I, yeah. for like fifty years you're right you're right you're so right. don't spoil it don't just throw out that's, the plot point like oh and, and that's why we got hashtag hate stamp out there now I will go ahead and timestamp this and say that this was recorded way before the very end of Game of Thrones okay so we don't really know how it ends you may because hopefully this stuff stays on the internet for a while you may have already seen all this stuff. Right. Maybe it was ten years ago, and this is way out of place. And you're just like, why do they care about it? Who knows what happened on Game of Thrones? Everyone, everyone knows what happened. But there are people that haven't seen it, and they will get mad. Although I will point out, and maybe I'm just being a little bit oversensitive about it. Uh huh. Just trying to protect, uh, just trying to protect the youngins. And, and and I should be just as protective, but you know, I almost slipped there. So, well, okay. I, I I should just say that the movie has a lot of Game of Thrones actors in there. So. <laughs> and it's got Diamond Hansu, right? It that. It's got Diamond Hansu in it, and he is great as the black friend of a guy who's coming for vengeance because he was really great at that in Gladiator. So I'm excited about this. Yes, yes, yes. So I mean, it looks like it might be a good movie. I mean, it will be something I will be willing to, you know, um, go out and see. <laughs> I, I think it would be like if I was going to go to a movie theater on a Sunday at like noon and just keep going into different movies. You know, I'm like, you'd have to do that in the winter because you have to be able to take off a jacket and put on a hoodie and put on a different T-shirt and stuff. So that don't <laughs> people don't think you're the same person. Right. But uh, maybe I, you know, maybe you know, never know. Okay. Maybe I see it as like the third or fourth movie, you know, in between some other movies. Uh-huh. You know, in between when they kicked me out and they didn't kick me out. Right. And that's why you never bring your ID with you to the movies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's your name? I'm out of here. Just leave can't ban you then that's why you always wear a fake mustache All right, I'm always so wearing glasses with no no <laughs> I'm always wearing these huge glasses you know people can't tell <laughs> All 
right, so what else we got in case? All right, so we put off this for a while because we wanted to get some content before we just dove down this rabbit hole. Right. Uh, obviously, there's a whole uh, a whole mess, a whole mess of Superman stuff that uh, exists. It starts with K. Uh, it's a, it's a, a theme right. for them. Uh, it's a naming uh, nomenclature, which is cool. Um, so I'm going to start with the man himself, the man of steel. Okay. Kal-El. Cal L. Before he yes. became known to be Superman, he was Cal L. Before he so, was Clark Kent, he was Cal L. So let's talk about the history of Cal L. All right. uh, Cal L was born on the uh, day uh, Kryptonite exploded, and then he was uh, put in a rocket ship, and uh, that's about it. That's all that happened. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yep, yep, that's all, folks. That's the end of the story. You know, no right, more so. Superman. <laughs> so obviously, he didn't know he was Cal L for a long time until Marlon Brando told him. Uh, which uh, is pretty awesome that they kept it as Marlon Brando. They didn't replace Marlon Brando, did they? Right. Hold on, let me Google that for a second. Oh, God. Russell Crowe? Oh, man. They replaced Marlon Brando with Russell Crowe. <laughs> what? I'm just messing with you, man. They, 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 he played Jor-El, right? In the new one. Right. I'm just, I'm just kidding around. Right. Uh, obviously, Russell Crowe played Superman's dad. And Superman finds out about his Kryptonian heritage through the Fortress of Solitude, um, when he learns about who he is and where he's from and who his parents are and what his real name is. I so, tell you one thing: um, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster were pretty; <laughs> they were obsessed with the K's when it came to the Superman mythology. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's a really strong letter? You know, we need a strong letter that starts everything <laughs> off. Maybe a really popular letter. Uh huh. What's a really popular letter? Why well, see K's a lot? And some stuff that's pretty popular right now since it's 1934. Well, well, what if we don't use all the Ks? Just one, one of them, not all three. Okay, uh -huh. we'll just use one K. Uh, <laughs> just pointing it out. Things were a little different back in 1936. Um, but yeah, so obviously Kal-El is from another K, Krypton. Yeah. Which is a planet inhabited by a being, a race of beings who are uh, vastly beyond us in technology. Right. Um, vastly beyond us in other things. They live right. in, with a red sun. Right. And somehow, evolutionarily, they developed superpowers that the red sun then stops. Right. So if they ever leave the area where the red sun is, they can develop superpowers. But they have like a, a yellow sun. A yellow sun, right. So more powerful sun, more powerful sunlight. Because, you know, uh, stellar uh, colors are determined by the temperature at which they burn. Uh -huh. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, maybe some people didn't know that. I knew it. That's just, just uh, you know, but it's not a big thing to know. It's okay. okay. <laughs> don't have to brag about it. Uh, but basically, so if you look at the spectrum, uh, Roy G. Biv, right? Red, orange, yellow, blue. Right. Um, a red sun is like kind of a weaker sun. Like the, the radiation it's giving out is a little bit less than a yellow sun, which is what we have on Earth and the Earth in uh, DC Comics. Okay. So, when they send when they send Kal-El to Earth because he doesn't have the red sun of Krypton shining on him directly, he develops superpowers somehow. Right. He's more molecularly dense and he can fly and jump around and you know doesn't really need to eat, but eats anyway, just so other people don't get uncomfortable. <laughs> pretty much. He's pretty basically much. a he's basically a super plant, really. <laughs> he's basically that. Just flies apart. around. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, and he flew to Kansas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, he, he landed Kansas. in Kansas. <laughs> he was from Kansas. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he lands on the Kent farm, right? So his name is on Clark the, Kent. On the so Kent he farm. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, man, the Seagull and Schuster, man, they, they. All man, right, they all right. So he's no longer Kal El. He lands on the Kent farm. Now he's Clark Kent. We can still talk about him, right? <laughs> so apparently, so he grew up uh, in Kansas, and it, it, some of the some of the origin stories on this vary a little bit. So some of them will say that he demonstrated his superpowers immediately. Right. Uh, some say that he developed them gradually. Um, they say that he, uh, you know, kind of came into them as he aged um, or would evidence them in times of stress. Right. So, like, if something was going to fall on his dad or something, he'd stop it. So, right. uh, I think that's something directly that happened in one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, it, basically, uh, what the Man of Steel version, which is the current one, his dad told him to not, you know, don't stand out, kid. I'm right. Like, relax. And then, uh, under no circumstances, even in cases when he wouldn't get caught at all, would he let him, you know, you know, to go try to do stuff. Okay. So, like, uh, and I, and I'm gonna maybe I pointed this out earlier, but if you look at um, if you look at uh, in that scene in Man of Steel where Clark is told to like not go save the dog or whatever, and then his dad runs out there, you know, no one can see in that tornado, right? Like they wouldn't know that, like, you know what I mean? The tornado tried to suck him out and like throw him away or whatever. <laughs> like they would just be like, "Oh, he's okay. Thank goodness." Right? I right? <laughs> know, like, no, what happens? <laughs> so you know, and that's uh, that's something that seems it seems stupid to me at the time. But uh, Clark Kent, reporter, well-known right. reporter, covering the sports desk, right? <laughs> Daily Planet, which is not how that works at all. Uh, you don't just go from politics to covering sports. I don't do yeah, that. Yeah, you know, he, he puts really on glasses and nobody knows he's Superman. So, you, know. <laughs> you, know, you look a lot like somebody I know. No, I don't. There was a really great, uh, <clears throat> there was a really great SNL sketch, sketch, mm-hmm. where uh, it was when The Rock was hosting like the first time, mm-hmm. and he was playing Superman. <laughs> he was he kept like coming back and being Clark Kent, and everyone could obviously tell he was Clark Kent, like they thought he was Superman. I, I highly recommend that he's coming in. He's like, oh, did you guys see Superman? It's like, uh, yeah, we just saw Superman. Clark will never believe it. He's still like the cape sticking out of the back of his pants and stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, who knows what that's all about. <laughs> <clears throat> and he came back in in the Superman suit, acting like Clark Kent one time. <laughs> just uh-huh. all, they just all kept pretending he was, you know, they didn't know. Uh, anyways, that's, that's a really great one, too. It, it touches on the mythos, which is it's something I've always wondered, right? Because you figure like right. Superman's going to be the most photographed person in the world, right? Like, right. You know, once you get some pictures of him, people are going to know what he looks like. I, I just don't see how Clark Kent can get away with people not knowing who he is. Right, right, right. I mean, maybe, you know, unless he's like a vampire and you can't take pictures of him, but that's neither here nor there. I don't think Superman's probably a vampire. Maybe probably he's a vampire not. that just feeds <laughs> on the sun. Ooh. <laughs> suck the whole sun dry, right? Awesome. All right. So that's uh, Cal L. Uh, there's also what uh, Car Carl? Is this what's his cousin's name? Carl? Yeah, Car. Cara. Cara. Carl. Cara. You know, Cara, you know um, who's Supergirl? Yes. You know, after she leaves Krypton, mm-hmm. although I, I've never really understood how the planet blows up, and there's no survivors supposedly that Superman, but all of a sudden Supergirl pops up. I think the idea is that she was sent that way a long time before, right? Is and that, that, and that what happened okay. is when they were taking Candor, which we'll discuss. She lived in Candor, and when they were going to take Candor, they sent her out the same way they did to. Uh, oh, okay, okay, Clark okay. Ken. So, um, which is another yeah. K Candor, Lost City of, um, well, not Lost City, but a city in Krypton. 
you know, that was miniaturized and kept yes. um, preserved by Kal-El for yes. survival. Because you can't, it couldn't fix it for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Supergirl has, a, like, basically the same superpowers as Superman. Uh, right. Has a much less sensible outfit most of the time than Superman. A lot more, uh, you know, skin exposure for whatever reason. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Although I guess Superman doesn't need much in the line of, uh, you know, uh, armor. But I think that, you know, it would look weird to see Superman in a Supergirl outfit, right? Uh-huh. You know, because there's a lot of midriff bearing, and it just looks strange. It looks like one of those. It looked like one of those college football players from like 1992. You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. they weren't like you know, and they were like wearing the really short jerseys and stuff for some reason. Like you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, so uh, that is uh, Supergirl. I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say about Supergirl. She's got a new show on CBS, right? And that's moving yeah, to she CW, has a right? Show on, um, um, CBS and it's part of their whole DC universe thing. Um, you know, she's pretty much just a girl version of Superman. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the, I guess, you know, catering to like the female crowd, <laughs> you know, I guess, you, although you the know. way they dress her, I don't think so. I don't think that's who that's for. Uh, but, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess maybe not so much for, but they wanted to, I, it says here that they want to create like a counterpoint to Superman by making a super girl, you know, right. Um, but they already did. The, yeah. They made Wonder Woman and, and, and Supergirl is like diminutive. I don't know. I, I, whatever. I get that there's more than one Kryptonian. Like that's cool. When, when, you, when you go back to the motivations of people in the thirties. <laughs> All right. I'll deal with that. Stuff, you know, that was, that was a whole different time. You know? So wait, so we can, so you can be well-meaning in the thirties and that counts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right, Sam. Well, you know what, Kara Zor-El, aka Supergirl, she had a really major plot. Um, she was a really major um, pl- plot point in the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. You know, when um, Supergirl died. You know, um, and that iconic cover of Superman carrying her. You know, on the um, on the one of the later issues of the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a really major thing when when she. When she had died in that in that series, so <laughs> I'm reading this. It says in 1989, the tale Christmas with the superheroes. The soul of Kara appears to Boston Dead Man Brand, cheers him up, and then disappears from continuity until 2001. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm just gone. See ya. See you in 12 yep. years. Hey, that's comic books for you, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> here's, right, how so that's... here's how we make her go away. <laughs> so that's the other uh, that's the other K they're both K's alright now Candor. Uh, mm-hmm. we did we did touched on Candor, right okay yeah so Candor, a city of Krypton that Brainiac stole put in a bottle and uh, flash it all with the red uh, radiation right so that uh, the Kryptonians won't become you know uh, super powered that's a right. problem <laughs> that happens for everybody right you can't <laughs> have like oh there's 10,000 supermen like uh oh <laughs> you know what I mean like <laughs> Like, I think that you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, there'd be a lot of trouble for uh, villains if that happened, right? Oh, kind of so kill, kills the plot, you know. There's ten thousand different Supermans, right? Um, so it was the capital series, city of uh, Krypton. Krypton, right? Yeah, it was stolen by Brainiac, who's a villain that uh, it was going to be the villain of the. Uh, anyway, he was actually going to be the villain of the uh, uh, Tim Burton Superman. Oh yeah, okay. 
and they were going to make him like have a regular face and then like, you know, be like wrapped up in a cloak. And then later on, he was going to take the cloak off and he was just going to be like a mechanical spider under there, which sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. So pretty cool there. Yeah. That's one villain they can actually bring into the Superman thing instead of just Lex Luthor all the damn time. (laughs) Bring in Brainiac. Uh, And Lex Luthor's plans are so stupid, right? (laughs) Right. Like, his plans are dumb. He's like, oh, if you don't fight Batman, I'm going to... Like I I said, like, you just pick him up, carry him over to Batman, be like, this guy kidnapped my mom, beat him up until he tells me where she is, I'm going to go find her. And Batman just be like, all right, beat this guy up. You made a big mistake, and I'm going to brand you with this brand. Christian Bale, Batman, you're not in this movie. I'm gonna brand you. <laughs> oh, oh, also too. How did um? Okay, we got another K in um the whole Superman mythos, Crypto. Oh yes, the dog, the super dog. Super. So you can't have dog. a Superman family without a super dog. The dog's <laughs> got to be intelligent, right? Because you can't just have a dog with superpowers. Okay. Imagine that. Imagine you just imagine if like a regular dog just could like fly. You'd like be cra- you'd create the dog, and you'd come home, and there'd just be a giant hole in your house. <laughs> there'd be like all these dead rabbits everywhere. <laughs> well, Crypto got out and killed every rabbit in the city, like the hundreds and hundreds of rabbits. He just hates rabbits for some reason. Right, right, right. He's flying around. Superman's got to keep getting him. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, this won't happen again. They're like, yeah, you said that last week, Superman. <laughs> and he killed all he killed all the squirrels last week. There's no wildlife in this town anymore. Right. It's just quiet. Really quiet. <laughs> Stupid crypto. I mean, okay, that's if my dog was like that. Not all dogs are like that. I shouldn't slander dogs just because my dog is, was constantly trying to murder squirrels and, you know, <laughs> rabbits and stuff. Just jumping at them. So. Right, right, right. Oh, uh, you know, that's, that's uh, crypto. I don't know what else. Was there anything else to say about crypto? Uh, it's not too much. I mean, you know, he... He was fair. Um, he first appeared in Superboy, you know, right. Superboy story in, in Adventure Comics. That was back when they decided they wanted to try like a Superboy <laughs> and retcon his whole, you know, Superman's whole thing that, to say that he was Superboy. So they had to give the kid. Uh, uh, um, I guess at that time it was a thing to have, um, you know, kids with their dogs. You know, right. a, a dog ally or whatever that has like some sort of hyper, in, well, not hyper intelligence, but just sort of it's like a companion thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not really too much you can say about him. <laughs> um, he he was wiped out of the whole cri- after crisis. He was wiped out of existence. And then, of course, they had to bring him back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably best. Right. Superman gotta have a dog, you know. You gotta have some sort of pet. <laughs> oh no, Crypto's chewing on the Empire State Building again. Crypto, <laughs> stop it! Ah, <laughs> oh, bad dog. Uh, oh, Crypto fetched me a subway car. Damn it! <laughs> Should have done a much better job training you. <laughs> All right. Well, I was too busy jumping around <laughs> these buildings uh, and not saving my dad from a hurricane or whatever. Right. For no reason. And then um, one of the major um, um, points in, crypt- in um, Superman mythology is kryptonite. So we have Superman's weakness. The, uh-huh. You know, the various um, colors of kryptonite. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, they all have different effects. That's right. Because one thing wasn't enough. You gotta, 
I guess, you know, in fairness, it is a story with like 6,000 installments, right? Right. So it's not like, you know, one one short story where you can be like, oh, Kryptonite does this one thing. Right. It's like, that's kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, boring. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the, um, the green in specific. I mean, color coded kryptonite. Green, uh, <laughs> green, green is like the um, Superman's weakness. He can act. Uh, green can actually kill Superman. You know? Right. Um. So that was that was one of the main things in the Superman stories because you got this all powerful character that can really virtually, you know, is virtually invulnerable to everything and all powerful. You know, can do everything and. Just that's the reason why he's Superman. I guess you had to, he has to have an Achilles heel, right? Because you can't just have him Some, be completely impervious, right? You know, it's got to be stopped. Something to take him down and everything. It's kind of funny how in the Man of Steel movie they just didn't even mention Kryptonite whatsoever, um, and then that Batman Superman movie comes out, Lex finds it, you know, and all of a sudden this is the thing that um, is able to take him down. They were able to figure out. Um, through some sort of science um, <laughs> <laughs> that this was able to, you know, uh, defeat Superman or take him out. And, you know, it's like, okay, all right. They scienced it real good. Yeah, they scienced it. They, like, 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 like Wilson. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so, yeah, they scienced it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they fast-tracked it and everything. Well, at least they didn't come out the bat with it. Super, I mean, Kryptonite is it was really used as a in a lot of Superman stories as a um, as a with, with villains like Metello. Metello is um, powered by Kryptonite, right? Right. Yeah, his heart is Kryptonite. Um, they use that as the main thing to you know take Superman out with a lot of the villains and everything. Um, you know, sometimes Lex uses his smarts and everything, but at the end of the day, he has to rely on Kryptonite in order to take Superman out. Because what else could he do? I mean, you could ruin him uh, intellectually, I guess, or emotionally, but you can't really... Like, what are you going to do, punch him? You can't punch him. He's basically made of granite. And then there's, like, the... What? There's, so the green one's the weakness. The red K is the one that gets him high, right? Like it's, The red like, one gets him high? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I, think I, the mean, red, I think the red one takes away his powers. You know what? Let's, let's, let's look this up. I mean, you're probably right. I'm just saying, like, there probably is a good <laughs> version of kryptonite that, like, like, teenage kryptonians would get all high on. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that'd be crazy. They're flying around, just like running into stuff because they're all high and drunk. Right. And Superman's like, you can't just act like this. We need to get you off this this Kryptonian smack. Right. <laughs> oh, here here's the list. Okay, so the red um is is weakens Superman. It doesn't and it makes him and was later describing his bizarre behavior and transformation. So it makes him act real weird. <laughs> Which means high, right? Yeah, pretty much. You know, he gets high off, um, you know, kryptonite. And then it just had, feels like there had to have been a wow, Nancy they, Reagan, like a Nancy Reagan-style drug, like drug prevention thing about Superman <laughs> kryptonite or something like that, right? Ask. Yeah. Me. Right, right, right. Here on Wikipedia, it got twenty different variations of kryptonite. How did what? <laughs> I thought it was like only like five of them. They got like twenty different variations of kryptonite throughout. They got like anti-kryptonite, ex-kryptonite. <laughs> Um, red green kryptonite. How does that even work? Red green, red gold kryptonite. <laughs> oh, okay, so red gold kryptonite temporarily deprives Kryptonians of their memories. Wow. Okay, that had to be like 
in the, in the 60s. I'm telling got, you, man. They, they would be they, abusing that stuff. Superman, think of all the trauma he's had. He just uh -huh. start doing, getting hooked on that red gold kryptonite, you know, just mainlining that stuff. And then Batman's <laughs> got to show up and be like, you can't act like this, Superman. You got to be more you know, just on drugs. Oh, how about this? They got white kryptonite that kills plant life. <laughs> <laughs> we spent billions of dollars creating this, and it's like, you made Roundup. That's all you did. You made Agent Orange. Oh, man. Wow. We've had that for really? years. Oh, man. That's that's hilarious. Okay. Imagine, though, like, that's like, we'll see what happens with this kryptonite. It's like... Dude, it just killed the potted plants in there. Like everyone else, everything else is fine. Hold on, Scott, Scott, Scott. And periwinkle kryptonite. Periwinkle kryptonite. Expo the exposure causes Kryptonians to lose all ambitions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to the EDM festival. Get me some of that periwinkle kryptonite, right? Oh, man. Oh, man. I think I'm just going to take the super suit off. Superman, no. <laughs> the world is not ready for this. We as a species cannot handle what you're about to do. Periwinkle. Oh, <laughs> Superman, what are you doing? <laughs> Put that oh, back no. on. Oh, oh no, no, Superman, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he did yeah. have that underwear on under his cape. All right. That's where it was. Hey, Superman, you're supposed to wear that on the outside of the super suit, not the inside. Oh, man. That's what man. happened to it. So he's actually wearing the red underwear, but underneath the blue suit. Okay, oh. now. I get, where Zach, I get what Zach was doing now. Oh, man. Hey, I had to have a good laugh today. Perry Oof. Winkle Kryptonite. Really? Oof. <laughs> I mean, this is, 80, this is 80 years if we have to put 50 pages out every month, right? It, That's a long time to be putting out right. 50 pages a month no matter what happens. Well, well, you know what? I mean, it's no coincidence a lot of these were created back in the 60s. <laughs> uh, when um, <laughs> we're, we're, it was a lot of creative liberties being taken back then right, right here. <laughs> right. With people. <laughs> a lot of experimentation, you know. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I just love it. It's like, well, we wrote ourselves into this. Uh, we want to, we want to kill Superman. We can't do that. And then there's just some guys like, you know what? Let's uh, let's just make a different kind of kryptonite. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Superman uh, doesn't remember you told him where the uh, treasure was. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's the answer right there. All right, we're done. Get out of here. Gotta smoke this cigar. <laughs> All right, so that's kryptonite. <laughs> and it's very um, numerous variations. I can't believe how many colors and <laughs> wow! All the colors of the rainbow. Each one another crazy <laughs> uh, thing more crazier than the last. Oh man, red, green, gold kryptonite. Oh mm -hmm. man, man. I think anyway, red kryptonite was in Superman too, right? And he's like gonna set up that thing so that he can go live with Lois Lane. No, right? I no, I don't think that was red kryptonite. I think that was just um. Just a story plot <laughs> that didn't have anything to do with Kryptonite. He just—it was something. Wow, what happened with Superman too? It wasn't rare Kryptonite. I know that for sure. It was just like the beams of a red sun. So this guy could lose all his superpowers if he like got hit by submarine lights. You know those red submarine lights? Yeah. That seems kind of silly. Like he's immune to everything but red light. Oh Scott! Oh my goodness! Hold on! Hold on! Pink Kryptonite. Guess what? Pink Kryptonite. Oh God. Pink what? kryptonite seemingly turns kryptonites, Kryptonians gay. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say, pink kryptonite has the power to raise awareness of breast cancer. <laughs> That's funny, too. That's funny, Super, too. Superman's just like, they, they show him some pink kryptonite, and he's like, you know, this is a really big challenge facing women, and we need to be serious about finding a cure. Hi, I'm Superman. <laughs> and like, all, the, all, the, all the guys robbing the bank are just like, what's happening? He's like, he's cutting a PSA. Get out of here. Get the money and run. It's like, no. and I'd like to talk to you about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. No, no, no. I mean, exposure to it might make you turn homosexual. You know? Oh, well. I Isn't mean, that that bomb they were working on for years of the CIA? Were they trying oh, to do that? It's like they were working on that with Castro to like... Really? Like, yeah, they were working on like the CIA was trying all these things to discredit Castro. Like they were uh-huh. gonna to cut off his beard and give him an exploding cigar and like uh-huh. turn him gay. There was uh-huh. all this stuff the CIA was doing back in the day, because they just <laughs> couldn't stand Fidel Castro. Hey, that's that's egregious. <laughs> <laughs> that is just going a little bit too far there. But anyway, that's crypto. That's kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> just don't give him periwinkle and pink. It could be problems yeah, for. Yeah, really, right. <laughs> Periwinkle. <laughs> All right, what we got? Anything on some case? Oh man, we covered some of the Superman stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty extensively. Extensively, we went into that. That's why I wanted to save it. Yeah, I didn't want to yeah, just right. jump right that. in. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about Star Wars. There's actually a, the Star Wars character of the week should be a little longer than normal because it's a pretty good. Okay. One. Okay. So the Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi starts with a K. He is our only hope. He is a Jedi, uh-huh. a Jedi master, uh-huh. which contradicts some stuff George Lucas said because he wrote himself into a corner with that. But that's neither here nor there. The Jedi ranking system is a bit, uh, it, it's a bit uh, obscure. So uh-huh. he is introduced in the original trilogy. Uh, I'm sorry, in the original movie, right? right. As the older uh, advisor character. He was a general in the Clone Wars. Um, Princess Leia is trying to get him because they need his help with these Death Star plans. Right. And he's on a planet. He's been exiled on a planet, and uh, he's been there for his own protection, but also because he's there to watch over uh, Luke Skywalker. Okay. Uh, which he's spe- he's sent there specifically to do. So it's not a coincidence, basically, that they're both in the same place at the same time. Right. And he is. Uh, he comes and he helps hire the uh, crew. There's some really interesting fan theories that say that he was meeting up with a, uh, a rebel agent named Chewbacca, uh-huh. who was a spy for the rebels, and that that's how he already knew him, and he always met up with him. That's how I knew he would be at Mos Eisley. He always just met up with him there. And uh, then, of course, they go to the Death Star. He turns off the uh, tractor beam, and then he lets Darth Vader cut him in half. But instead of getting cut in half, he just uh, disappears. And everyone's kind of like, why is that? That's kind of crazy. Right. And then he can turn into a ghost and he, he can talk to Luke and tell him to use the Force and that the Force will be with him. <laughs> the force will be, and then he, and he tells him a, other stuff. keep reminding him of that. You know. I've been watching you day and night, Luke. I'm watching <laughs> you all the time, even in the shower. <laughs> like, oh, that's kind of weird. Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, don't worry about it. I've seen some crazy things as a ghost. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so then in the, next, in the, the second movie, he, can, uh, he comes to Luke and he tells him he has to go to train with Yoda on the Dagobah system. Uh, and uh, then he explains some stuff to him about uh, that's pretty much all. And he says, You can't leave, you got to complete your training. He convinces Yoda to train him, although you figured that Yoda would have trained him anyway, right? Uh, but yeah, convinces Yoda to train him. And then in the third one, he shows up and he's talking to Luke about how he has a sister. And then he uh, that's it, he's pictured at the end with Yoda and Darth Vader. And that's all there ever was about Obi Wan Kenobi ever. 
There was never anything else other than that. All right, that's not true. So, <laughs> so Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, they made another series of movies. I wonder and, if he's going to uh, show up in Rogue One. There is a lot of talk about that. And uh, Ewan McGregor... So, Ewan McGregor played Obi-Wan Kenobi in the newer trilogy, the, this, the prequel right. trilogy. He was played by Alex Ralph Guinness. Uh, that was my Alex Guinness impression you heard earlier uh, in the original trilogy. <laughs> right. So, he's oh, so he plays... So, uh, Ewan McGregor played Obi-Wan in, in the uh, prequel trilogy uh, for three movies. Uh, one, one half of a good movie, basically, out of three movies. Right. And um, the... Uh, the gist of it is that they're making these new Star Wars movies, and the idea is like, will he appear in them as Obi Wan Kenobi? Because some of them are, are flat. There's flashbacks in them, right. and some of them are, uh, you know, uh, take place during the timeline of the original trilogy. Right. So it wouldn't be crazy for Obi Wan to show up in these movies because he was alive when these things happened. Uh, you know, uh, as an agent, he'd be playing an older version of the character, probably, right? Because it happened right before New Hope. Right. right. So. It's not out of line. He did. It is confirmed that he appeared in episode seven okay. as a uh, as a voiceover. He says he says uh, Ray's name, the main character. He says right. her name, and it was a, a spliced in like uh, uh, it was like um, Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor, both right. both were saying Ray. So they kind of spliced the voices together. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's a lot of talk about whether he's going to appear in these new movies. Now Obi Wan Kenobi also. Uh, he grew up in the Jedi Temple as a youngling, and he was assigned to Master Qui-Gon Jinn as a Padawan. That's where we meet him first in the movies. He shows up. He's the Padawan uh, showing up for the uh, negotiations with lightsabers with the Trade Federation. And uh, meets uh, Anakin Skywalker. Uh, fights Darth Maul. Kills a Sith, which is like he's the only Jedi ever to have done that, basically, at this time. So he right. gets fast-tracked to knighthood, and then he gets he's allowed to take Anakin Skywalker as an apprentice. Um, which is pretty a pretty nifty thing of them to let him do, right? And then immediately he's terrible at training Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> like immediately he's bad. <laughs> and uh, the next thing he says is basically, "I'm I'm sorry, I couldn't train you, or the, you're gonna kill me one day." <laughs> then Anakin's like, "No, I'm not gonna kill you." Uh-huh. It's like I don't know why I don't have an, an English accent and everyone else does. Ooh, you must be mindful of your feelings, Anakin. Ooh, the, the, the princess doesn't want you. She likes me better. I guess it's that whole thing, right? <laughs> So, uh, the second movie basically is the second movie of the prequel trilogy is basically an Obi Wan Kenobi solo movie, right? Right. And he he goes off and he's like investigating where the clone army's coming from, and like who it's for and stuff. And uh, he goes to like this diner and you know, the second movie's kind of boring. And then he gets totally beat up. He gets murked by Count Dooku. Then Yoda's got to show up and save the day. And then the third one, he's uh. You know, uh, he doesn't want to let his uh, Padawan become his own man and, um, you know, constantly is getting, like, knocked out and beat up. And then yeah. somehow beats him in a lightsaber duel, right? Like, there's no way he should be able to do that. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, but he beats Anakin. You'd think Anakin's superpower and dark power would be able to beat him, but nope. Anyway, they, they just resolve the plot. And it's like, nope, he's Darth Vader now. That's how the movie ends. That's Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's our only hope. All right. Yep. Obi- Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I did a lot of talking there. I like Star Wars, guys. Hey, like I said, Nerd Psychopedia always loves talking about Star Wars. It is the locust of my nerdery. That's the beginning. It's <laughs> really where it's focused. All right, we got anything else in case? Uh, I mean, we got to kick something out. Got to kick something out. Kick, kick, so, kick is a K, so we got to kick something out. All right. Give so it the boot. This one's pretty easy. 
So we're just kicking the KKK out. Those guys got to go. Man, let it go. Let them Get them go. Out. We've been kicking out the Nazis. We've been That's kicking right. out people comparing people to Hitler. Right. Uh, we kicked out Jar Jar Binks last week, which I think was still the, the right move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, you'll notice I didn't describe Jar Jar Binks as being in any of those movies, although he was. Right. And he's like, oh, Master Obi-Wan. Like, no, I hate it. I hate it so yeah. much. I gotta well, just. But anyway, the KKK can go this time. Yep. Those Not that they're really in nerd culture, but it's one of those things that's so terrible, it should just get kicked out. Well, we, we talk about history on here, so that was a, um, a dark part of history, you know. Yeah, um, you know, people were. Uh, People are capable yeah. of really terrible things. And I think it's interesting to note, and people, I think a lot of uh, people are sort of satisfied that that's a, in the past and could have mm. come back. But there's a lot of really disturbing overtones to a lot of stuff that's been happening in the news. Right. And and to be honest, this stuff that was taking place, like, it wasn't that long ago. Like, it's right. not like this is some thousands of years ago. This is generational. There's a lot of people alive. They're still alive when this stuff was was not yeah, just I mean, considered it's, acceptable it's but necessary. Like years, yeah. I mean, and if you're still if you're if you're living like in your like seventies, and mm -hmm. I mean, you still vividly remember, you know, some pretty crappy stuff that took place. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a lot of stuff where you know, you know, there there are still people that are, you know, were politicians that were active during living memory that were involved with the organization because yeah. they yeah. had to be to get elected. Yeah. And yep. you can get you can call that an excuse, but it's because the mores of the the mores were you know um, you know the mores time were so bad in those yep. areas. It, it's definitely worth reminding people that that needs to go. Not that I think hey. mainstream people. I, I think most people think that the the clan was bad. I'll give I'll give us that sort of credit. As well, yeah, they. I, I think the general consensus is you know they were bad, but I I don't always un i don't necessarily think that people understood how really bad they were yeah. you know and yeah. how much dark stuff and devious stuff that they did you know mm -hmm. and, uh, representation of what they what they believed in so um yeah i mean to revisit that part and so a lot of people want to keep it buried under the rug and mm -hmm. act like it never existed but i mean history happened so i mean but as for the purpose of the Nerd Encyclopedia, we will kick that part out. <laughs> Let's just make sure everyone knows we're not all about the Ku Klux Klan. Not, we'll put that right on the front page. There you go. No. <laughs> we are, no. No, no, no. Pretty easy to figure that one out. So, all right. All right. So we done our Ks for this, um, for this session. Yes. And... We will be back next week with um, L. Hopefully. Wow. wow, yeah. We're already to the L's. We're like halfway through, right? Huh? Yeah. We're doing pretty good, actually. <laughs> well, we said it was going to take six months, and it's been eight, and we're halfway through. So there doing, you pretty, go. doing pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> it, it, it should be pretty interesting. So um, make sure you guys follow us at our, our different tags at Nerd Cyclopedia on Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> Check this out oh. on uh, on our website www.nerdcyclopedia.com. Check out uh, the continuing adventures of the uh, Batman I showed up. Right, right, right. And um, if you got some comments on what we spoke about or anything else that we spoke about on our podcast, um, email us at nerdcyclopediapodcast at gmail .com. Get a hold of us. We're usually pretty reasonable. Unless you want to tell me that Jar Jar Binks was an essential part of the prequel trilogy, in which case I will yell at you. 
Uh, <laughs> and remember, go on iTunes. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Definitely on iTunes. Make sure you rate us, as always. Give us five stars, or you will get the business from me personally. Right, right, right. All right, well, um, thank you again, guys, and we'll see you when we see you next go-round. Take us out, crazy man. Yeah. <laughs>